Welcome to Elevated Consciousness. My name is Alessandro. I am the founder of Guided Light Healing, and I am your host for today's show. Today, as always, I have another great episode for you guys. Today, we're going to start to look at another law that most people are unfamiliar with. And quite frankly, this is a law that would solve a lot of the the battles, the struggles to essentially win people over with ideas and essentially to make the world conform to your point of view. Yes, there is a law that basically is underneath this whole thing and accounts for the frustration that we go through. All right, why would you pick this law to talk about? I mean, what is this really going to do for my life? Well, (laughs) this is going to apply to family dynamics. Now, think about the the angst and the wars that are tend to go on in the households because of strong beliefs and things like that. This also applies to neighborhoods and to states and things like that. And the lack of harmony in the world is because people feel like that they can somehow impose their views and convert everyone else. But what you're going to find out today is it does not work that way. And I'm really excited because if you use this law to your advantage, you can do some amazing things with regard to getting the world to loosen up and adopt new ideas and changes and things like that. But if you don't know about this law, you're essentially going to be pushed back Newton's law comes to mind here. Not what we're going to talk about here today, but what happens is the harder you push against somebody's views, the harder they are going to push back. They're going to push back with an equal and opposite force. Now, that's not the entirety of the law, but that is sort of what we're talking about. So basically today, you are going to learn how to communicate your ideas, how to communicate your knowing and beliefs to other people without getting that pushback, without having people plant their feet in a sand and make your life absolutely miserable because they will not pick up what you're laying down. Now, the reason this law is coming up is, let's face it, I don't know that the world has been so divided in such a very long time. It seems like everybody has a different opinion and they will not rest. They will cut you. They will lock you up and throw away the key until you see things their way. And it is an insane time right now. Let's start by going back, way back. And Let's look at some examples of this, and you will have noticed this in families. I personally grew up in a huge family, at least by today's standards. It was big. I was the first of seven kids in the family. And growing up, it's really, really interesting that it's sort of like most of the people in the household would tend to lean towards something. 
And then you would get one or two, in my case, in my family, one or two who would push against the grain and would completely plant their feet in the opposite side of things where most of the household would be super responsible. There'd be one or two who were absolutely the opposite reckless. And what was even more interesting is the more that the, I'll call them the sane people in the house would push and try to convince the the rebels, the rule breakers to fall in line, the worse it got. And this is something that has plagued not only families, but this is where a lot of us tend to notice this. Say you're in a, a single child household and you've got the two parents who don't believe in drinking. And then you have this kid who age 13, 14 years old is going out and getting hammered all the time. And the parents don't know it. The parents are constantly going around bragging. Yeah, we have such a clean household and this and that. And then come to find out the kid is a train wreck. So for all of you out there, who are parents or will be parents, this episode is going to be profound for you guys today. And this is one of the laws that I talk about a lot in my first parenting book, and it is going to be a life saver. And it's something that now for those of you guys who may not have families, maybe are interested, you guys are working on careers, same thing. This law is going to apply to work dynamics, to how you get along with employees or bosses or things like that. Uh, also, it has to do with communities and things like this. Essentially, everyone in the world is in this place. And I laugh when I see this of thinking, well, if I just fight hard enough, if I just try hard enough, if I, if I just have a good enough argument, I'm going to win. <laughs> and then I can get this person to see how crazy they are and that that and everything will be great. But that's not how it works. And one of the things that I think you guys are starting to catch on is this source knowing that the world has to exist in balance. Now, with this idea of the world has to be balanced at all times, because if it's not, it will essentially break, explode, and we will be missing something amazing. So in it, yes, it is that serious. All joking aside, this is something that whether we like it or not, it is present in our lives like gravity. But getting on top of this is going to allow you guys today to be able to get your point of views across. And instead of having people go, oh no, I won't go, or whatever they do, you will be able to get them to this balanced place and understanding and an agreeable place. Now, that is amazing for negotiations. That is amazing for negotiations with five-year-olds and and all the other people who are in your life, and especially with families, this goes on a lot. So what I'm talking about here is a law that I wish I had learned earlier, but it wasn't until maybe my mid-20s that I really started to come into this law and understand it at a level of, of being able to teach it to people and know everything I needed to know about it. This law of essentially balanced 
perceptions. We also call it at Guided Light Healing, the law of bubbles. So here is the idea. Every person, every family, every group, every community, every state, the country, all of this is essentially the law of bubbles. So think about it this way. If you are in a relationship and your bubble is just going to be you and your partner. Now, when you are in this bubble, it's really, really interesting that what you plant your feet hard on, you're going to find that if it's a household, you guys are living together, you guys are temporarily together for a while, you're going to find that the harder you plant your feet in something, your partner is going to go the opposite way. More realistically, I let's let's explain this. We'll go a little bit deeper today. Perceptions. Perceptions are essentially a way of seeing things based on your experiences, what you've learned, your beliefs, and things like that. A perception, although we think it's a truth, it is definitely not a truth. And this sort of dances around a little bit the things we've talked about in past episodes. But a perception is essentially a tunnel view on something. I know, I know. There are some things that you're like, no, it's the full picture. I get it. Egos, take a seat. This is going to be good for you. I promise you. So this idea of perceptions. Perceptions are basically, it might be that, you know, people with money are inherently bad or I might have the perception that all people who have animals are just messy. And, or having a dog is a very messy thing. Now, this idea of perceptions, perceptions kind of put the universe out of balance. And this law of bubbles is when we dig in our feet in a closed-minded way, then it leaves the other half, the other person or people in this bubble to dig in their feet on the other side. Think of a seesaw. I think I've used this before, but think of a seesaw that has to remain balanced at all times. Again, if it doesn't, the universe explodes and we're all done. <laughs> so it has to remain balanced at all times. So when I start to dig into a perception of people with money are bad, that means if I am in having a discussion about people with money are bad and I have all this proof and all these reasons, that's not exactly right, okay? Because a perception is either having, let's say, 16 positives of people with money are good, okay? So 16 positives like... Uh, it makes the world better. It brings inventions into the world and stuff like that. And then I've got two negatives of having money. It's a lot of work and uh, it could be overwhelming. Okay, this is a perception. I have all of this stake on the one side and just a tiny bit of you on the opposite side. Now, here's what happens. So if I get into a conversation about people having money or bad, What's going to happen is as perfect as my partner is, if I am digging in and I'm, I'm really, really locked into the, I'm going back to the negative here, the negative side of people with money are bad, 
what's going to happen is my partner is going to dig their heels in the you're absolutely wrong. And they're going to fill out and say, let's say if I was in 16 positive, 16 negatives of people with money are bad. So I had 16 ideas, uh, they're greedy and it takes money away from other people. 16 things like that. My partner is going to dig their feet and going, well, there are 16 positives and then they're going to fill in the, the two negatives. So essentially where I sit on the scale of perception. Now, if you guys remember back a few episodes when we talked about love, love is seeing the full picture of something. It's appreciating all of the positives and all of the negatives. See, I, those of you guys who've been following along every episode, you're like, oh yeah, that's right. <laughs> this is where I've heard this before. Great. So now, now this law of bubbles is essentially going great. Wherever you're choosing to, to dig in with a perception and have a debate to force your views on somebody else, what is going to happen is this law of bubbles, my relationship, my partner is going to, who agrees with me on everything is going to need to fill in the opposite side of my perception. It is a law and it happens at all times. Well, what if I don't see it happening? It is still happening. It's like if a tree falls in the woods and nobody is there to hear it. Did it really fall? Does it make a sound? The answer is yes to that old question. The idea is that it is happening at all times. And if you don't realize it's happening, then you guys are missing out on a huge opportunity to gain control of your world. Okay, so why would anyone want to gain control of this? Well, it's really important that the world sees us from where we're coming from, that, that it sees all the bonuses and things like that. But more importantly, if I need to get people on my side, what I know is if I dig hard into the left or right of a perception, I'm going to force the person in my bubble to take on the other side. So let me explain. The bubble is constantly expanding and contracting. So when it was me and my parents, if my parents had a really strong point of view of something that say something like politics was really important in the house, my view would have been like, it is completely not important as every uh, well, I'm going to say every one and a half year old, because that was up until about the point <laughs> I was an only child. And it would have been that it was unimportant to me. It was the least important thing if it was the most important thing to them. Now, that's not what was happening in my household, but that is an example of this. And this is where you parents are going to have something invaluable today. Now, let's say my house grows, okay, and we expand out, and now it's me plus six younger brothers and sisters and my two parents. And all of, in, all of us in the house, we went with anti-drugs, or let's say anti-cigarettes, okay? Let's forget about the drugs for a moment. Let's say anti-cigarettes in the house. The harder we all dig into the perception, the side of cigarettes are bad, and we literally are, are not open to the idea that they could be positive, 
and I can hear a lot of you jumping through your skin right now, uh, out of your bodies going, they're not positive. I get it. <laughs> Again, still perception. Okay, maybe it's they force you to have a shorter life, which means you know that your life is going to be shorter and you live your life harder in a better way, more in it in a more exhilarating way because you know you have a shorter life. You value it more. So things like this, and you're like, Alessandro, that's stretching it. I promise you that is not a stretch. There are people who have points of view that way. So anyway, let's so let's say the whole household is anti-cigarettes and we're vocal about it. Guess what happens with this law of bubbles? Somebody, somebody or two or three somebodies is going to have to take the opposite perception with cigarettes. Okay, that's just the way it is. Now, if you guys are wondering, well, is there a measurement system for this? Is there a way that this works? I'm glad you might be thinking that. I'm sure you're thinking that. I'm going to give you the benefit of the doubt here. The idea is this. Let's, let's break it down into marbles on an opposite side of the scale. So I guess think of the seesaw, the teeter-totter, depending on where you are in the world. It's essentially the board that balances by support in the middle. It's got a hinge, and then you can get a person on each side. Great. Now everyone's up to speed. Now let's let's take the people out and let's kind of let's balance two rooms. Okay. So two kitchens, if you love food, or two dining rooms, you can make the room whatever you want. <laughs> now there are a hundred marbles in each room. They're equally weighted, and this keeps the scale balanced. Okay, this is the law of bubbles. Now, let's say that in these two rooms that are in the house, okay, let's say it's two living rooms, whatever it is, let's say everyone in the house goes to the right room and goes, great, we are anti-cigarettes. And everyone carries an equal number of the marbles in that room. There's only 100. They can't get more than that. So they, some people in the house go, great, give me 15 because I'm super, super anti-cigarettes. And then somebody else goes, give me three. There are different degrees of rooted, and that's important, different degrees of extreme and one-sided view outside of the emotion, the balance emotion of, that's right, love, and everyone has dug in. Now, depending on the sort of the soul experience and all this other stuff, but this law states that if there are nine people in the house, one or more people are going to be forced on the opposite side of the scale in order to keep the universe alive and, and going and nothing explodes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I hope you get how serious this is. It is serious. We just don't know it. So now what happens is if there are nine people in the house and eight of them choose to go with the perception that cigarettes are bad, you have now forced one person in the house to hold all 100 of the marbles in the other room. Okay, so what does that what does that mean Alessandro is is, you know, great. Well, they're going to be they're going to be a chain smoker. Gr maybe, okay? 
What also is going to happen, though, is they are going to have to play and balance out the other perception. So where everyone else in the house might be a level three, level four about cigarettes are bad, this person is going to have to be a level 10 of cigarettes are good. Okay, and this is a law. It's the law of balanced perceptions. There has to be a balanced perception in the world. Now, in order to do this, what has to happen is however many positives there are, there are an equal number of negatives. Now, if you choose to only play the positives of something, whoever steps into your bubble, your house, is going to have to pick up the opposite pieces. This is why in families, okay, which is a bigger bubble, let's say we have a family gathering. Let's say 25 people. Well, let me pick a number I can remember. <laughs> let's say 30 people show up to this family gathering. We've got 30 people there. And then a topic of, let's say, education is important. You got to go to college, pops up in the house. Well, now what's going to happen, let's say of the 30 people, let's say 25 are going, there are no downsides to education. Now, what's going to happen is you've created another bubble, a bigger bubble. So it kind of expands depending on the situation, how many people are there. And it's going to be present if, pop quiz, what happens if somebody emotionally plants heavier on a positive or negative side? Great. I'm going to pretend you got that. I know you did. You guys are brilliant. So, so here's what happens. We've got 25 people who are only seeing the positive sides of education. And you ask them, are there any negatives to this? No, absolutely not. Now, it doesn't always happen, but they might typically be a 90% saying it's positive and there's 10% negatives. Now, let me ask you, that person who's seeing 10% negatives and 90% positives, is that good? Is that balanced enough? The answer is no. Okay, it's got to be equal marbles, equal weight on both sides. So it might be, it might be, let's see, if we're dealing with 10 marbles and 10 marbles, it might be five yeah, kind of positives about education. And then it might be one really, really huge negative. Okay, so the one holds the 10 marbles and the five plus ideas hold the the positives. Okay. So if you're by yourself, the law of bubbles still exists. <laughs> and if you are not, like I said, that bubble encloses you and somebody else or you in the family gathering or you in the school assembly, something like that. Okay. But this is a law that is always present. And this is a law that people in the world think, oh, I, I don't have to worry about this. My argument is so sound. I've got science on my side. I've got all these things. And then what happens? We, we are ready to go to war. We are ready to devastate somebody into knowing that their ideas are wrong. There is no science to them. And we are going to win. We are going to get them on our side. According to this law, no way. It cannot happen. And this is the thing that drives parents nuts. 
The harder they try, the harder they dig their feet on a side of anti-drugs, anti-alcohol, we're a sober house, all of these things. What they're doing is they're, they're not acknowledging this law of bubbles. They're not realizing that there is a seesaw there that has to have, that has 10 marbles on one side, 10 marbles on the other side. They weigh the same exact. And the sides of marbles, people walk into those rooms depending on the bubbles. And as a person goes into that room and they plant their feet, their perception, and, and they say it is only this or mostly this, it is going to dictate whoever is left, one person or whomever, to go on the other side and hold all of the pieces on that side and balance out the imbalanced perception. So you might be saying, are perceptions really that important? Absolutely. We had talked about in past episodes that perceptions are, are essentially an indicator that the spirit self is out of balance, that our emotions are out of balance. Now, can emotions be out of balance without us realizing it? Well, considering that most people are walking around at it in an emotionally triggered level at a 62 plus in today's day and age, and what's my favorite? You, you ask this person with their 62 emotion, how's your day going? How are you feeling? I'm feeling really good. It's been a good day. Your emotions are 62% and triggered right now in negative. You're having a really good day. Oh, no, no, no. They're not that high. They're like 12%. I had this little thing happen and we ignore it. We are clueless as to where our emotions typically are. Our emotional IQs, <laughs> they like never even got picked up. They were left at five. <laughs> and five is not like on a number of one to six, five at a level of one to 100. And this is typically for most people. So it helps to have intuition on this, but how how is this going to help? How is this going to change your lives? Well, this is something that I, as a parent, I realized really, really early on. Thank goodness I, I was exposed to this law at 25 years old. And by the time my daughter was in the oven at around 30 years old, I've been teaching this for quite some time. I've been teaching for a long time before that. But as my intuitive gifts got really, really good, the scientist in me came out and I started asking in all my late nights sessions, my talks with Source, Source, how, how does this work? What, is there a law for this? What are the laws? And, and just going on and on and on in these conversations and getting the information that I'm giving to you guys right now. Now, can everyone do that? Yes. Do, do they have to spend time and years and perfect it to be that good? Yes. Did I? Yes. You better believe it. <laughs> so going back to this idea, if you're a parent and you're going, yeah, no matter how hard I try and how much, how convincing I try to be with my, my child, I don't understand why they always go against me, why they are constantly, constant, constantly disagreeing with me. It is this law of emotional imbalance and this law of bubbles. So essentially, if you're a parent and a child, this is your situation. That is your bubble. And what is going to happen? So maybe it's really common with parents 
I'll, I'll pick up two right now for me. You guys already probably know where I'm going to go with this. Probably. <laughs> I think it was my first episode I talked about, you know, I, I, it makes me smile when I walk into my bedroom, look in my closet and my hangers are evenly spaced or that when something is picked up, it is returned to the same exact spot in the house. That is an ordered brain for me. Other people may call it somebody, something else, but we're not talking about that right now. <laughs> so for me, let's say it was organization and cleaning. Okay. And I was like, messes are awful. And I essentially putting all my stock in the side of cleanliness is next to godliness. Who's never heard of that before. And that was my life motto. So as a parent, what is going to happen is I am going to work so hard to keep my house clean. And I identify as only being clean and a neat freak and all of these other things. Okay. So I'm going to bubble with myself and my daughter. So what do you think is going to happen? Yes, she is going to be a train wreck, disaster, mess. She is going to mess up everything that I do. And I can hear some of you guys thinking right now, wait a minute, is there a way to get in conscious control of this law? There is. And this is one of the major secrets that I am going to divulge to you guys today. And you guys will start to use this in your lives. So anyway, going back to my thing, it's all about cleanliness and I am, I am organized and I am together and that is my identity. And being messy is, is wrong and it should have no place in this household. Great. What is going to happen is when I become rooted, when I become emotional, my daughter is going to plant her feet and be the exact opposite every single time. And this is going to be a battle that I will never, ever be able to win because of the law of balance. Okay, so... I can hear the parents out there right now going, wait, what do we do? And wait, no way. All these years, yes, all of these years could have been prevented in knowing this law. Okay, so what do, what do we do? Okay, how do we start to use this law to our, to our advantage? Well, in the situation of me and my daughter, if I have this one-sided view of cleanliness, Okay, and I don't see any negatives to it. What happens is, like you guys, like I talked about a little while ago, I could hold equal sides. I could stand at absolute center on this teeter-totter and not throw off anyone else in my life. Okay, so it does work this way that if I choose to know the five positives of being OCD clean, and the five negatives of it, and I'm right in the center of going, well, I don't favor one or the other. I am both. Okay. And here's the key. I am both. I know I am both. So what do you think is going to happen? My daughter is going to also be both. If I'm both, she is both. And we both stand in the center of the teeter-totter. Okay. So this is really interesting. It's not interesting. It's a law. But this is how we start to get in control of this. I know that if I pick a side of a fence and build all of my, my houses, my businesses and everything 
I'm going to end up with a daughter, at least in my household, who builds on the opposite side. And she is there because of me. Now, wait a minute. So you mean to tell me that it only exists in this bubble? Of course. Because think about it this way. She goes to school. Let's say she's a little bit older. Let's say she's 16 years old. <laughs> Not yet, thank goodness. Let's say she's 16 years old. She goes to school. And at school, she has a friend who believes in messes. Uh, they're an artist and they work in the mess and everything that they share is like sticky and disorganized. My daughter is going to, in that bubble with her best friend, she is going to end up, even though she's a train wreck disaster, in our house bubble around this friend, she is going to be on the opposite side because she is repulsed and repelled by that mess. And she in that dynamic is saying there are no benefits to how you are. And again, she has forced her friend to pick up the extremes on the other side to know the exact amount of, of traits, of attributes, of the, the, the total situation, the love, the positives and the negative. Okay, so what we essentially need to do is we need to realize that the second we become imbalanced, like we had talked about, I think it was in the, I wanna say it was the episode one or episode two, when we talked about the law of balance. The second I fall out of this place, which means I'm in a lower frequency, which means I'm not seeing the full picture of something, the universe needs to act out the full picture around us so we don't explode. There's a lot of exploding here today, right? <laughs> so we don't explode. And this is what happens. So I want you guys to start to, in this episode, start to make some considerations. Now, in order to apply this to the bigger picture of things, which we'll talk about in a few minutes, you need to experience this on a micro level. You can't be expected to run 45 miles an hour if you don't know how to run at five miles an hour, which isn't really running. But, well, if you have short legs, it is. <laughs> anyway, I think you guys see what I'm saying here. You guys need to start to recognize this week and find a bubble between you and a best friend, a bubble between you and a partner, a bubble between you and a kid. And then what I want you to figure out is I want you to figure out where do you get emotional? Okay. What makes you emotional in that situation? Really, really important. Okay. Are you getting emotional about uh, things that are dirty or things that are clean? Are you getting emotional about a kid not doing their homework, okay? And this is another thing for parents. Really, really interesting. Parents are going, school's important. You have to do your homework. You have to do it first. What is that bubble gonna create? A kid going, there is no point in homework and I'm gonna put it off to the very, very last second. Okay, so I want you guys for this first part, and this may be something you wanna go back and listen to once or twice to kinda get this first half of, yes, I'm giving you guys a homework assignment, speaking of, but this is one you guys are gonna wanna do because this will give you absolute control over getting the world on your side. So anyway, if I haven't sold that enough, 
So I'm, I'm in this side of, or I'm looking at the situation of the parent going, homework is really important. And they're not seeing any negatives of it, which means their kid is going to see all the negatives in the homework. And the parent goes, I am somebody who does homework all the time the second I have it. And they're forcing their kid to do and be the opposite. Now, this is, exists at every single level. This is part of the reason why society has the issues it does. Wait, wait, what? Yes. So now... This idea of bubbles, we we step into different versions of this all, all the time. So we step outside of our house, okay? We, we are in our neighborhood. That is a bubble. Now, while most of the neighborhood may believe in, in there's a certain way your house should look and a certain way your lawn should look, depending on how rooted they are on that side of the balance, the, the seesaw, they're going to be one or more people who are on the other side who hate all those rules. Okay, maybe they inherited the house and they were like, I didn't buy into this community. These aren't my standards of living. And they are going to, because everyone in the neighborhood is one-sided with going, there are no negatives to a beautiful house and a beautiful lawn and it's disrespectful to have the other one. The, 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 anti-version of that, well, you are going to have either one person, and if it's one person who have to balance out a hundred, oh my gosh, I would hate to see that house, but it, <laughs> they might be living in like a, a, a burned down deco <laughs> house and it, they've got the front lawn that is like six feet high and everybody in the neighborhood just so happens they are powerless. They yell, they kick, they scream. And it just so happens the rules that they're breaking, there's no way to enforce them. <laughs> but this is how it works. This is how the world works. So, so essentially... It's this bubble of a neighborhood, okay? And this is why you have the neighbors and why you might have all quiet neighbors who are respectful of each other and then one or two neighborhood neighbors who are not. And they're like throwing parties and things like that. Now, there are at bigger levels, there are in a state level, okay, where you've got people. Now, I'm going to start to touch a hot button topic, okay? This is a bigger one, and a lot of you are going to be resistant. It is going to bring up your beliefs, okay? You guys are going to want to push back on this. I promise you, you guys are going to have deep issues with this. You guys are going to make snap judgments about me and the type of person I am because this is going to bring up so much in you, okay? But this isn't personal. This is just the law. And if you understand this law, you can actually fix the things that are problems within society. Okay, so hear me out. And this is a bubble. It is law. This isn't my perception of the things. This is the facts of how things are. When you have, say, a community or society who is rooted in and only sees the positives of, and there are no negatives of, of being anti-crime, Okay, you treat everyone with respect. You do not take what does not belong to you. And this is the only way to live. The, there, there are no negatives to that. 
So what I've done is I've thrown myself way to the far side of this teeter-totter. And if I've got a thousand people on this side of the scale, remember, let's say there are, let's say there's a thousand marbles on that side of the scale. All right. Everyone has a really heavy marble. By law, this law of perceptions and this law of bubbles, one person or more is going to have to hold all the other marbles by themselves. So what this means is if there is only one person in the community to do that, it means it is going to be off the charts, the crime of stealing that they do. Okay, so maybe it's, let's say, <laughs> I hope this makes sense, my, my story. Let's say we, we have a community bank, okay? One, it is the only bank and everyone, let's say it's, it's, all, uh, it's, <laughs> it's all safety deposit boxes and, and banks. Like forget all the digital, digital stuff for right now. Let's say it's like, I don't know, the old West days and everyone's cash is, is in the bank and it is really, really there. So we've got a thousand people who don't believe in crime, who don't believe in stealing, who are planted and says there are no benefits to crime stealing. Okay, so we're going to go with this. And I can hear you guys go right now. There are no benefits to stealing. Trust me, that is a perception and is going to bite you in the butt because of this law. It is a law. It's not a sometimes thing. It is an all the time thing. Okay, so because of this, what is going to happen is this one person, or let's say if it's a thousand people, we'll knock off, we'll say 995 people who are on the side. Now you've got, you've created a crew of bank robbers on the other side of the scale who have to hold those 1000 negative marbles. They're, they are of the solid mind and in this bubble going, there are no positives to not stealing to being honest and to not getting ahead by taking things, okay? So here's what happens. The, that society of 995 people in this bubble of 1,000 people, they have gone way hard on this one side that, that you'd never steal no matter what. And then that has created five people who have to embrace the exact opposite. And now what happens is they actually rob this bank and they get away with and steal these 995 members money and is gone. And these people have it. So the harder you push Newton's law, the harder it is going to push on you. So Newton's law, for those of you guys who have blocked out science, the harder you push against an object, so say a wall, Newton's law is that wall is pushing back with an equal force. It is the same principle here. The harder you push that this is bad and this is good, so, so stealing is bad, and you start to back it up with actions and emotions and shouting and everything else, depending on the number of people who take that stance, you're going to have the one or more people on the other side who are in that bubble with you who are going to drive you crazy or to steal your life savings going back to this thing with the, the bank. So I will get into this later on, but I hope you guys are starting to think ahead and go, well, wait a minute. What happens 
If I don't plant hard on the positive or negative, but I get into this loving state that you talked about before in earlier episodes, I would say you are a genius. That is exactly right. That is exactly how source would live in this world. Source would live on both sides at the same time in that in that centered emotional place of love. Because in that place of love, of going, great, you know, I'm not for stealing. I'm not against stealing. I'm right in the center of it. Now, there are other levels to this. This is intro. It gets more advanced on than this. But this is something that you guys can start to see. All I want you guys to do is start to see this. In a later episode, I will get into how to master and control and use this law to accomplish anything you want with people in it. But for right now, before we get there, I want you to identify this right now. So I want you to start see, I want you to notice this week, what do I get emotional about and who is around when I get emotional? Okay. So if you're at work, Great, that is a bubble. If there are 15 people in that room with you and you're all working to, together or separately, but working in that area, that law of bubbles is there. And if people are emotional and adamant about something, it means there is going to be at least one or more people who have to at the same intensity. So this is the other piece. If the intensity is a level 10 and it's spread out by five people, and there's only one person, they are going to have to equal out the exact level of 10 spread out. So everyone's at like a level two. This person is going to have to hold a level 10 to balance out everyone else. So they're going to have to be at a negative extreme level 10 while everyone else's sum is at a positive level 10. Great, let that process for a minute. And now that you know a little bit of the intricacies of this and a little bit of the more advanced ideas, all I want you guys to do right now is start to go, oh, wait a minute, okay, it is, it's two parents and child, we're all in the house right now, I'm emotionally talking about something or complaining about or preaching about something, and then I want you to notice that as you do it out loud and you involve the other people, one person is going to have to take on the opposite side at the same levels as everyone in the room. So you're sharing emotions, the positives and negatives. I'm going to talk about in later episodes how you can essentially diffuse all of this and get people open and balanced. And you, with this law, we could, as a world, get rid of war overnight. We could get rid of crime overnight. And this is a law. It, 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 it is a law like gravity. So you don't have to have a consensus for this law to work. It is, it is a constant balancing act that this universe does so well. It like literally brings tears to my eyes all the time at how perfect this system is, is even though it may not feel perfect to a lot of us, but it really, really is. And, and again, don't, don't fall into the, the ego side and get defensive in, in, in thinking like, what kind of person thinks there's nothing wrong with the world? 
That is a perception. Think the world is right or wrong is a perception. And that is creating this bubble. And remember, if you're in a community, it is going to increase crime in the hands of the few where the many are against it. Okay, this is a law. I don't have conversations when I'm hard on a hard stance on something for somebody else to take up the opposite, especially if I've never met this person. But if they come into my bubble, if they're one of my scaling bubbles, and yes, there is a scaling bubble for this country. We all live in a bubble. And this is why the masses may be on one side and then the few on the other side. And as long as we are at war with perceptions, we are never going to get anywhere because this law of equal opposing forces is always the same with regard to perceptions. The harder one side pushes, if 10 people push at a level 45, you've got one person who is able to push back at a level 45. So this is a really complex and it does get a lot more complicated, but, but this is one of the laws I use. I... My clients and students have raved at the, the the incredible life changes they get after just one session with me. And it's because I know how these laws work. And then I distill it down to very, very simple exercises. Most of the time, people are like, oh, I'll just do this thing. And they don't know all of the the bigger the bigger ideas and the bigger understandings and the the complexities of it, but they do the simple thing and their life changes. This is because there are over, I don't know, 30 plus laws that I am constantly giving students and teaching future teachers and teaching my clients with. And a law is a law. It is always true no matter what. And understanding how these laws work and knowing as somebody who is pretty advanced with this stuff, how to implement it in a very simple way into a person's life, we can get instantaneous changes in a life. So if you have a kid who is struggling with drugs, you can instantaneously change that. If you have a kid who refuses to do their homework or to value school, you can instantaneously change this. If you have a community where most people are on one side and there are a few who are ruining it for everyone, you can instantly change that. Now, the how we will get into later on before you can actually do something and have controllers over something. You have to see it. You have to be able to identify it at and study it and realize, oh, this is true. This is true. Your beliefs are going to have to be rewritten because a lot of you guys listening, you're not going to believe this. You're going to go, he's out of his mind. He doesn't know what he's talking about. And again, this story will come up. If this were true, how come I didn't hear about this before? And I've talked about that in earlier episodes because human beings are in their infant stages. Their spirit selves are in infant stages, the most of them. And our technology is infant stages. To think we know everything about everything, you would have to be more crazy to believe that. And, and so I don't fall into a perception. There are benefits to that. But you guys see what I'm saying here is... If any of this feels like it's wrong or it's crazy or any of that stuff, that is the part of your brain being stretched and open up to see the bigger picture, to see this world as source knows it to be and exist. It is a normal, normal part. It, this is a good thing. 
But the knee-jerk reaction that some of you might be feeling to fight this and go, it's not true, that's not, the the truth is the truth and it's always going to be the truth. It's going to resonate, but the human self, the ego self is going to struggle with this. It's going to push back and it's going, I'm turning this off. I'm not listening to this. Now, here's the thing, and this is the key. In understanding this law, it is only going to open doors for you in your life. I will debate anybody on this because it is a law. You are not losing a single thing in your life. It's actually the opposite. You gain everything in this world by accepting this and using this to your advantage. Denying it and saying it doesn't exist is going to guarantee that you find yourself in one of these dynamics throughout the day or multiple ones throughout the day, the week, and the month. My goal is to help the world achieve a higher level understanding, a level of understanding that source has. We have a long way to go to get there. And because of the things that I've done in the spiritual world and energy world and intuitive world, I was able to unlock some of this information that most people can't. I am a leader in this who has looked for the information and bringing this information in every inventor, Every person who's done something profound in the world was called crazy by their best friends. The, the world, uh, it's so unsupportive of, of, of the people who invent things for tomorrow or who change the world in 100 years. They're always called crazy because the default response is the ego goes, that can't be true because if it was, then it means I missed it. And we start to spiral and we protect our egos so much. If you guys can fight that urge, and if you think there is anything limiting in in what I've told you today, reach out. I will make sure you understand the bigger picture of this because I want you guys to achieve the lives you want, the love you want, the relationships you want, the careers and the money you want. I am on your side, but there is going to be a part of you that is not, is going to be resistant because why? Because if this is true, it means something didn't work. It means you, you, your beliefs were wrong, you were lied to or something like that, and we don't accept fault ever. We just don't like it unless you're really, really smart. <laughs> so listen, if you're one of the people who starts to go down a rabbit hole and starts to accuse and get pissed and fired up about this, reach out at info at Guided Light Healing. I will do everything I can to give you all the information. Like I said, I couldn't get into all of it today. We'd be here for months explaining this law and the turning you into a master of it. This is an intro and there is nothing limited about this. And if you think there is, ask and I will explain how the thing that you think is limiting is actually the opposite and how it actually, this empowers you and gives you power to bring in and get the things you want most in life. Because let's face it, right here listening to this, everything you do has not worked for you. Because if it did, you wouldn't be here right now. (laughs) You are here looking for answers to solve things that have been unsolvable. Your soul self led you here. Your guides led you here. Your creator field led you here. And it was not by accident. Now, it just depends. Are you going to let your spirit self take the show and bring you the life you want? 
Are you going to let the ego self keep you in this space of lack and, and being done to and disempowerment and not get the things that you've wanted so much in your life? Choice is yours. But I will always be here for you guys. So with this being said, this law is a lot of fun. Have fun with this. And just, I want you to look at parts of your life. And I just want you to go, oh, that's the law of bubbles that Alessandro was talking about. Oh my gosh, it's popping up here. And I saw it here. I want you to allow your guides to allow the universe to start to show you how real this is. This is the way the universe works. This is the way our creator fields work. And the truth is the truth no matter what. You can doubt this for the next 50 years, but at some point, someplace, and sometime, the truth will win out and it will be the truth. So whether it's, whether it's the truth today or 100 years from now, it doesn't change the fact that this is the truth. It may be that the human brain isn't equipped and able to understand this at this level and it will be in 50 years or 100 years, but then it'll be too late. <laughs> Do it now. And I promise you, this will unlock the doors that have been locked in your life. You will have better relationships with your kids and your family members and your coworkers and your communities and the people within the country. We will talk about this at different scales because I want you guys to know as much about this as possible. But understand, we left a lot out today. You guys need just what your brains can focus on, just what you can start to see and acknowledge so that you guys know when this law is kicking your butt and you can get in control of this and change your life in the desirable ways you choose. All right, you guys, I hope this wasn't too traumatic. I understand that depending on where your consciousness is, I see people who have problems with stuff like this because they don't want to admit that everything that has happened in their life, they had some sort of responsibility in. But that is a fact. That is a truth. And and you need the full picture. You need the full understanding and all the science of that before you can make a judgment with it which if you learned anything today, you should never judge. <laughs> you should always see both sides. All right, you guys, this was an awesome episode. I'm really, really excited to see what amazing things you guys can do with this in your guys' lives, to see how you guys get inspired and excited to get the, the more, the bigger reveals of this and learning the intricacies and the more advanced understandings of this so you guys can be the best versions of yourself and have the best lives that are out there and that are possible. So with that being said, have a great rest of your day, evening or night, depending on where you are and what time this is. My name is Alessandro. I am the founder of Guided Light Healing and this was Elevated Consciousness. Take care.